What's up, everybody? How are you doing? Welcome back to the Zach and Bashir show. It's crazy to be back. I'm like super excited to be recording from afar. Although that's a weird thing to be excited for. It's just been a while since Bashir and I have done this from afar. And it's like, I don't know, it just brings back old memories for me. Yes, it literally, the podcast started this way. Because me and Zach, I think our first podcast was in March. I think it was in March. Zach, like last March, clearly not the March that has yet to come, obviously. But in that March, because I remember distinctly, I was in Nationals. I was at Nationals in the hotel by myself. And you were, I think, at William & Mary, and we recorded this podcast that was terrible. <laughs> like, I don't know if you I don't know if you remember that. Do you remember that? Like It was a long stretch of a podcast. I remember that. I don't know what we talked about. I don't know what happened to it. I just remembered... It was terrible, and we did not use that ever. And the final product you guys got was a little bit later in March. But yes, this is originally how the podcast went. We were on two separate sides of the state, not two separate sides of the country, uniting our voices for one podcast. (laughs) Yes, and we're back. And I have brought some interesting stories to the table. I also have some interesting conversations to have because I did just edit our last podcast, and it kind of brought up ideas and questions to uh, ponder again. Yep. And so my first of these topics is that I saw something insane happen last week. Okay, okay. Are you ready for this? I'm listening, I'm listening. Dude, this is literally insane. Like, Like, I was so shook by this okay but basically what happened is i was hanging out with drew we were skating around santa monica going to the venice area santa monica pier and you know we see this weird situation with a bunch of cops happening and we're like "Ooh, weird situation Mm -hmm. a car like basically tries to drive away from a cop and i'm like yo we should turn back like this is weird this is a little sketchy for me Um, it was 12 at night it was it was literally in the middle of the night okay so granted sketch things happened then but you know we we end up just hanging out around there and we end up going back to where he lives. Yeah. And we're on our way back, we literally see a Jeep perpendicular. Perpendicular? Dude, like... like Oh, no like way. It was, you, you, it was perpendicular and leaning up against a McDonald's, okay? No way. And I was nah, like, yo! <laughs> and there were a bunch of police officers. Dude, it was insane. So many police officers, so many firefighters and stuff. And we said, what happened? Like, what's where's the other car? And... Yo, one of the guys was like, that Jeep flew over my Uber. It flew off the top of a parking garage. What? And landed on the other side of the road. Yes, dude. Wait. Okay, hold up, hold up. Back up, because I had a couple things that I'm making sure that I'm processing correctly. By perpendicular, how do you mean? It's been a while since I've taken Perpendicular to the street. Perpendicular, okay. It is... There's the road, and the Jeep is the opposite direction it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be, you know, tires on the ground, but it was oh, tires in the air. upside down. It was, oh, Zach, you gotta use upside down. That's not perfect. No, no, not, not upside down. I mean, like, the back the back was on the ground, and the front was in the sky. Oh, shoot. Oh, shoot. Damn. Yeah, dude. That Jeep was messed up, Wait, but up, what happened dude. to whoever was in it? That is the craziest part. This person fell six stories. In the Jeep. So, 60 feet Dang. in the Jeep. And they don't know the motive. They don't know anything about that. If he was on drugs, anything like that. But he lived with minor injuries. Bro. Minor injuries, dude. I need to buy me a Jeep. That That's Jeep crazy. was mangled. All- <laughs> dude, what you saw of it was a roll cage, bro. You saw the roll cage and some Yo. wheels. That front was demolished. The back was crazy. Bro. <laughs> Isn't that not the craziest thing? Bro, that's that's crazy, bro. Only You would never see that in Blacksburg, Richmond, 
Shoot, I'm in South Bend right now. I know you would not see that over here. You will only see that out there in LA. <laughs> Dude, that is an LA thing, and it was weird. I'm still shook by it. But yeah, that was kind of one interesting encounter I had for my week. Dang. But another thing I need to follow up on is you said that your mom would not know Logan Paul. And I bet you may have not gotten a chance to ask her. But if you have, does she know Logan Paul? I, Just to follow up for the, from the last podcast. I have not asked my mom because <laughs> because I was... So what's the date today? The date is 2 slash 26 slash 20. We released a podcast like earlier this week. And so, you know, my mom had to have a little bit of time to listen to it, right? And she has not gotten true, back to true. me about if she knows Logan Paul. But... She did say that she liked the podcast. So I don't know. I don't know what she said about it. The reason I haven't asked her is because, you know, it's ACC week, so I have to be locked in. Definitely, definitely. You got, you got bigger priorities at hand. Yes. So what are, what, are these, what are these ordeals that go on during ACC week? Like, where are you? What is happening? Because I feel like a lot of people want to hear that. I honestly don't even know too much. I mean, I know you're racing. Mm-hmm. I know what you're racing. But let the people know. So, so here's what I'll say about ACC week. And I feel like about ACC Week, it reminds me a lot of... I was watching the Kobe Bryant um, documentary, and rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. I don't think we... The time rest we... We didn't get a chance Yeah, we didn't get a that. chance to address that, and I just want to say, like, I really respect what he was about, and a lot of things about him, and I think he was a really special person, so it is sad to see him go. Completely. Um, on top of that, before one of my races this season, I watched the Kobe Bryant documentary, Muse. Real good, real good. And basically, at one point, Kobe was real good at saying, like, one-liners and whatever. (laughs) Zach, and I don't remember exactly what he said, but he said something about, he said something of the sorts of, when you want to, when you decide to be a master in your field and in your craft, like, it takes sacrifices. He said sometimes you have to sacrifice being a good brother or a good sister or being a good friend, being a good son, being a good father. He's like, it takes sacrifices and ACC week, bringing it all together, I think is where I do those sacrifices. Cause with regards to like my friends and my family, I, don't, I start not responding as much and not responding as fast. Cause I'm kind of trying to lock in on myself. So that's like, I'm not the best friend during that week. Um, to like my mom, I'm not the best family. Cause I'm not like, yeah, what's up mom? Cause you know, I'm really locked in. So that's where it hits me most. Yeah, you're the worst. I'm, <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to track me down during this week. It really is. Yeah. No. I think that's a, like that's super commendable. I feel like that yeah. is what happens sometimes. You know, you like you just have to get to a point where you're so locked in that everything else becomes like a side thought. Right. And like that's kind of been me for working as of like this week. Right. In the past two weeks, really, I've just been grinding so hard that you know some of my text friendships and stuff and all that stuff have really been having to go to the wayside. And my uh connection to the ladies you know i've had to put that Facts. on the back burner <laughs> sometimes you gotta sometimes i i like to say this like uh february especially because it's winter and during winter it's never fun it's always grinding so during winter sometimes it's got to be no female february <laughs> i started that last year and i continued it this year <laughs> i mean <laughs> like you just gotta lock in <laughs> yeah that's fair that's fair but <laughs> exactly speaking about that I, that was actually one of the topics i actually needed to bring up that's so convenient because on the last okay. podcast, we also talked about, we got a question that was, who pulls more, Zach or Bashir? Mm-hmm. And I think the yes. answer to that question has shifted. I'm not going to lie. I think that answer has yes, shifted. Yes, it is 100% shifted. And so I just want to address that. So Bashir, shifted. who do you think pulls more? Okay, first off, Zach, I want to say 
that this question, you know, is so complex. I honestly don't think there's an answer. That's my final <laughs> answer. The true answer between me and Zach, who gets the most ladies? We would need some Albert Einstein calculations to break that down. We just don't have time to do that. So I'll say it's a tie, unknown, uncertain. That's, that's my final answer. Who is to know? That's, that's fair. That's say. fair. What do you say? I mean, I think that we would need some mathematician <laughs> to be able to work out the logistics of our uh, status in this field. Uh, but at the same time, if you look at the recent trends, I think my recent trend is a little bit Zach, more aggressive. Zach, I think that's to spoil it, Zach. <laughs> yes. I would say me. As, as of this month, as of this Zach. month, yes. because Bashir has been focusing so hard on running and I have had some opportunities to go around to some fun colleges and just have a good time while Bashir has been grinding. So, you know, I think it may have shifted a little Facts. bit. But guys, let me, let me let you know though. That I learned everything and anything that I've ever learned from Bashir. So, you know, all credit to... You know, I do. I'm a great yes. educator. I, this is actually very true. I'm a great yes, educator. Yes, exactly. The, it's low-key not fair, Zach. Let me tell you why I think it's not fair. Because <laughs> I'm yeah. here, right? I'm here at Virginia yeah. Tech, a college yeah. student, right? Since September 2017, you know, I've been a Definitely. college student. Say what you want about summer, but you can say I could be a college yeah. student. 20, that's a 24-7 job, 24-7 oh, yes. label. Zach, on the other hand... People think Zach dropped out. <laughs> Zach actually did not drop out. Let that sink in for a sec. Zach did not drop out. Because see, my man Zach here somehow is doing whatever he wants from Monday to Friday. <laughs> Working, living it up. This man somehow goes back to college Friday night to Sunday. It does not make sense. Zach has somehow become a college student on all the funnest days. <laughs> and is chilling. On the not fun days. Some people, some people call me a drop in, not a drop out. If you know what I mean. Facts. That, wow, wow, that was deep right there. He's a drop in. That is deep. I'm in you with the no, facts like, out here. <laughs> tell me this. It's like it's like Monday. I'm like, yo, Zach. I'm like, yeah, I got class and stuff. What's on your plate? You know, I'm at the coffee shop. You know, working a little. Tuesday, <laughs> same thing. Wednesday, I got a test. You know, he got nothing. He's sleeping in. What? Yeah, yeah. Friday, I'm like, bro. Surf day. Week finally ended. It's gonna be nice to relax. Like tonight, you know. Just relax with friends and stuff. Go out. Zach's like, yeah, me too. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, you're not saying me too during the things that suck. But this man, Zach, is out on Friday, on Saturday. I'm like, yo, he cracked the code. Yeah. So it's, mean, not, it's not fair. It's not fair. I'm not going to lie. I feel like to some degree, it feels like I have a cheat code in life right now. Because mm-hmm. I am getting the advantage of college. I'm getting the good part. I was talking about this with Drew. Because Drew, my friend that I met out in LA, is also a college dropout. He's also 20. And we'll, we'll definitely have to like introduce you guys to him at some point. But we were talking and we were like, dude, we can get the best parts of college. And cut out all the school, all the hard work, all the essays, all that stuff. And be making a living while still living it as sophomores in college by just visiting and so we were like let's take a road trip to UCSB like all the time and USC and UCLA right at our fingertips it's crazy it's such a great opportunity and such an interesting one because we get the experience but we don't get the knowledge but we get knowledge in a different way you know what I mean you know it's kind of like it's kind of give or take but it's been really nice as of recent and that's something that's been really cool but you know you know a little bit of lifestyle design if you know what I mean yeah it's it's nice because I feel like you, and I haven't met Drew yet, but just from what you've told me about him, yeah, like I assume, y- like y'all sound pretty similar. Yeah. Because you really, 
like you said, you don't get the knowledge. You really still do get not. It's just you get to choose what you want the knowledge on. Exactly. Exactly. Because while I'll be at class, like I was saying, I'll hey, I'm my class. You're like, I'm not. You don't have tests. You are still working. Definitely. So many people don't understand that. Like, it takes so much to still be doing things by yourself. Yeah. And so you're still growing and developing in way more ways than just going out like on a Friday and on a Saturday. I exactly. Think you're really getting. I don't know, just a knowledge. It's It seems real interesting. Yeah, I feel like some people discredit what I do to some degree. Like, I don't think that many people discredit it. But I think that I work a lot harder than most people realize. Because, like, yesterday, I woke up mm-hmm. at 8 a.m. and went immediately to a coffee shop, got there within 20 minutes. And I started editing until I finished at 2. And then at 2, I had to go to the fashion district in downtown L.A., which is 40 minutes away. And I went around to all these different clothing distributors, clothing vendors, and was testing samples, finding all these things. And this is all business. Like, this is all business-related. And I was learning about the garments and, like, the clothing industry and, like, all this stuff. And so I was learning, Mm -hmm. but I was also engaging and, like, getting in there. And it was, like, really interesting. But technically, I was working all day. Like, I finished at, like, 6. So I worked 8 to six which most people work nine to five like i worked a 10-hour day which you know a lot of people may be like oh like you were just driving to the fashion district like you're going to check that out like that's just fun and of course it's fun but like it was a part of work and i like to segment my life and say like Mm -hmm. that's work and this is life because afterwards then i was just hanging out with like drew ramon and we were like we cooked up a big old steak and we just like had a time and so Tough. it was kind of it was yeah. kind of interesting, you know, like I think a lot of people just don't see that side of it. And I just want people to know I am grinding behind the scenes and that video is popping off this year. Yep. Bro, the numbers are off the charts. We are we're getting back to where we were. Really? Bro, and I'm excited. Is this a video you asked me about? Okay, guys, so what you won't see is that for some reason Bashir's computer went crazy and basically cut him out. And that yes. is the difficulty of recording across the country. But that, <laughs> getting back to where we were, <laughs> you know, the YouTube channel is blowing right. up. I wanted to let Bashir know that because I really took a slump in December when I had a concussion and had vertigo and all that stuff. And I didn't really tell you guys about that, but I was really, really, really messed up and I didn't even know it until I knew it. But now that I'm better and feeling good, I'm grinding on the channel and it is getting back to the golden days, the heydays, as one would say. And I think Bashir would be happy about that as a as a fellow fellow founder of the channel as a as a pseudo manager as a as a lover of the channel as an occasional feature everything I'm as an everything to see it but look zach this is a natural business cycle right you gotta go up and then you gotta go down and then you gotta go up a little bit like a wave definitely definitely that is that is definitely how it is it's a little down so that you can go even higher highs so definitely. that's how it works that's how the stock market is and that's how the youtube algorithm is right it's funny because in our last remember in our last podcast we were talking about tiktok yes and even since our last podcast which was released last week but maybe like there's a few more weeks in between when we recorded it yeah i feel like tiktok has even grown to a to a crazier level than it was dude i think even a so few weeks ago, i this think stuff so. is crazy it, it is on fire and i talked last week like it's three days fire. ago with my friend aiden rally and I, I hope I just mm-hmm. pronounced his last name right. But basically, he has 1.7 million followers on TikTok. And the crazy part is, when we became friends, he didn't even have a TikTok. The crazy part is, 
that he wow. hit a million followers like a week ago and he's already at 1.7 million. Wow. He has this one type of video. When did you meet him with no TikTok? So I met him this summer at the Portland Track Festival. He was the guy that recorded okay. the video and he was like, yo, like I'd love to record and like, oh, yeah. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Oh and my he God. just hopped on TikTok, you know, and he has some friends that have like three, four, five million. And he kind of just like learned from them and he kind of played into his filmmaking wow. skills and he has blown up. He's like, Zach, you need to get on TikTok, dude. Wow. You need to get on TikTok. And I'm like, whoa. Like, that's crazy. That's big. Like, yeah. Wow. What, is, what does he have to say about, like, what does he have to say about it? Because I'm sure he's not just like, you got to get on TikTok. Like, what does he say? Is he like, Zach, you got to do this? Yeah, I mean, he said, What's his take he said, on the, he whole said thing? the thing is that you need to be posting pro. three times a day. Like, optimally, you want to be posting three times a day. Mm, they are frequent. Frequent. You want to have really interesting mm -hmm. content. And once you find something that works, you know, keep mixing up until you find your thing. And when you find that thing, do that thing over mm -hmm. and over and over again. He found this mm -hmm. one basketball video where, like, the <laughs> basketball tells uh -huh. the future, basically, or, you know, predicts it. And basically, he edits it so it makes it in or it doesn't. And he's like, oh, you will follow, like, uh -huh. and subscribe or whatever. And he throws it, and he'll make it in. And be like, oh, my gosh. And, and dude, he, that oh. gets, like, 5 million views and, like, a million likes. And he's like, it converts really well. And I've done it, like, 10 times, dude. And that's how he's grown from, like, a million to 1.7 wow. in a week, dude. He just did it, like, four more times. I was like, holy crap. And he was like, that's what you need to do to your YouTube channel. You need to be posting more. I think no matter what. Putting your face in front of other people oh. is everything because it brings your relevancy into people's minds. Mm -hmm. And of course, guys, because you listen to the podcast, we're giving you this deep inside knowledge. But truly, I think that it's big to, you know, remain relevant to some degree. And although like I've never really worried about remaining relevant, that does influence my views. Like if I'm getting an average of, you know, like mm -hmm. it seems like I'm getting an average like 25, 30,000 views on my YouTube videos that was built up because when I started to get back into it, it was like. I could barely scratch 20K, but now I'm easily getting 20K. Now it's like right. 25K, 30K, like what's becoming average because people are starting right. to be like, oh, I'll come back, I'll come back, I'll come back, I'll come back. And they don't forget about you, you know? Oh, like, yeah, I remember. Oh, yeah, this channel. Oh, yeah, yeah exactly. He he do that. Oh, let me check it exactly. out. Uh -huh. And so, you know, it was pretty crazy to hear that. And I felt so motivated after I got off the phone. I was like, dude, oh my mm -hmm. gosh. Dude, oh my gosh. I mean, that's not, that guy sounds like a, a TikTok genius. Yeah, I mean... Literally. But like, it's it's crazy he's saying that because he's at 1.7. But even if you're just on TikTok and you see the people that have like 30 mil, which is really just one person, but even 20 mil, 15 mil, they're doing exactly what exactly, he just said. Exactly, They're posting like, three, four times a day. They're doing the same thing. Facts. They're doing the same thing again and again and yeah. again. They're posting that crazy Charlie D'Amelio, whatever. Like She posts the same dance every day so in different places. <laughs> the same dance the same dance and in you know what places. that baby's getting her 20 right. million views every time huh? let me know when you're getting <laughs> wow, 60 million crazy. views a day oh my yeah but that's exactly what your friend said that your friend is your friend might be like he's really on to something here dude he's really on to something right dude speaking of tiktok i think it, you'll see how it relates to tiktok in a sec i think i'm gonna start a new career really even though i don't even have a Oh, first, <laughs> I thought of a new job, not just for myself, but a job. Okay, okay. Right, a job. Nope, nope, nope. It's even better. Even better. A job that doesn't exist, and I'm wow. Creating. I'm ready for this. We might have to bleep this out of the podcast so people don't get inspo. No, look, because by me saying the job is gonna help my job. Basically, I think I'm gonna. My job title is gonna be, I'm that dude, and everyone 
who's up and coming in the influencer realm. I'll be the dude in your first couple stuff in your first couple posts to help you blow up. Yo, cause look, look, yes, no, I'm just gonna be like the meme type dude, like, oh, Bashir's in this, like, oh, let me check it out. Because so first off, my first customer clearly was Zach, right? Yes, yes. You know, and here's here's the thing. I'm just like there. I don't really do anything, and the stuff blows up for other no, reasons. No, but people but love you. People love you. Facts. People just love me for some reason. So I was there, Zach. Look, and then Zach blows up. Okay, okay. I don't know if that's a trend or anything. Look, go check out at Will Griff on uh, TikTok. That's my roommate, Will, and he made a TikTok. It was his first ever TikTok, and basically, I'm just do- studying. He comes downstairs. He says, "Make a sound real quick." So you know, I make a sound. I'm not going to tell the sound because you can go look on it on TikTok. <laughs> and basically, he goes up, makes it into a beat. He posts it, right? I mean, everyone posts a TikTok. It's his first ever video. He has zero, zero, zero followers, zero following, all that stuff. His TikTok gets 300K views and counting. Brother. Brother. 300K out of nowhere. He's just like, uh, yeah, I woke up and I had 7K followers and like Yo. 30K likes and yes. That is so Zach, crazy. Look, if I can do that one more time, just have a random new person have me on some of their early whatevers, and they blow up, I can make a website like, hey, email me. I'll come through in your first video, second video. I am the maker of famous people. Right. I'll just be like, yo, what's up? This is my man. Ooh, and we'll have a good time. And then you'll blow up. <laughs> and then I'll be like the GJ Khaled of the young people. <laughs> Dude, I'm all about that. That Look, that is that is a great. You're the can. You literally are the cameo man. I'm the cameo guy. I don't. I can't. I'm, I can't find. I hope people aren't listening. Like I don't really know what he's saying. Like I can't find an eloquent way to say it because I don't even know exactly what I'm trying to do. But I no, feel I like, know what you're saying. Yes, I know what you're saying. I feel like the feeling is getting there, but I don't know how to eloquently say it. So I hope everyone bared with me through that explanation that was quite distant, but still, that's what I'm trying to do. Definitely, definitely. No, I think that's incredible. I'm all about it. I'm all about it. That is, that's exciting. I just think it's crazy how we were just talking about TikTok. And not yeah. that my roommate, like, Will is famous yet, but just that's what it takes. Like, he literally yeah. came down and took an hour. <laughs> and, I mean, 300K views is no joke. No joke. And you can't just do that on YouTube or on Instagram or anything like that. No, I mean, there's nowhere else in the world where you can post a video like that and go get 300K views. 300K views on YouTube is huge. Like, mm-hmm. I just finally worked up to getting back up to, like, 400,000 views a month on YouTube after, you know, like, I really, in my heyday, was at, like, 700, 800,000 views a month on YouTube, and I was pretty stoked on that, you know? But, like, he just got 300K on one video. It's crazy. Tell me about that. It's crazy. Tell me about that. That is crazy. That right. is crazy. But, but yeah, so TikTok is kind of the wave, and we really need to hop on it, but we always say that we're going to hop on it, but we don't really hop on it, and Bashir kind of hopped on it, but then he didn't full send on it, so <laughs> we kind of yeah. are in this don't check me out on, at the moment. Don't check me out on TikTok yet because my videos are not super He's flame. still waiting to blow up. He's still waiting to blow up. I'm not the video man type person i really am not at least currently see see i think you need somebody like me to help you make your videos better because i see your videos and i'm like this video has so much potential but you just didn't cut to beat bro like i think the problem with your videos are that you almost didn't time the joke right in a way it was like the editing was just a little off and right. i think only there's no editing i can't can even see that. i can't even cap there's no editing 
Yes, 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 exactly. And so if I had a little editing finesse in there, mm-hmm. and on top of that, if I, you know, shot it in a little better lighting, no offense, my man, but I think it could really come together. <laughs> it could really yeah, come together. That's as close as Zach will get to sending shots. He said, if there's a little bit better lighting, no offense, my man. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. no See, the thing is that for me, like, most people, like, would never think about that. Like, they would never really know, like... And, and Cole mm-hmm. Caminetti, our friend that's been on the podcast last night, he FaceTimed me. He was like, yo, do you think there's good lighting and, like, a good background for my video? Like, I'm trying to film a video for, like, this, like, job, basically. And I was like, bro, yeah. I would never film in there. Like, I was like, I would never Dang. film in there. Like, no offense, but, like, Dang. I would, this is the worst setting. Like, you should just never do that. And, like, mm-hmm. it's kind of just one of those situations where it's, like, a normal person may think, oh, it's a white wall and there's light in this room. I have my light on. But no, it's like the way that you light a person, the color of the light, the everything is so critical. And it's just like one of those Facts. weird things that I know that. from like doing this stuff forever, you know? Facts. I would never, never think about that. But that's why Bashir has the mad talent in like everything. <laughs> and I just have this, this rare niche of filmmaking talent that could just exploit all of his other talents. Facts. Zach, and then we, he would become so famous. We are a real power duo when um, I got... Because Zach... Zach, yes. Zach is underrating himself. Zach basically has everything, right? Zach has like the full package, no, right? No, no. But I got like the the DLC, the add-on. <laughs> I feel like it's that's the other exactly, way around. That's exactly but what I, I just happen to like have gotten really good no, at this YouTube thing. No, Zach, because look, 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 look. Here it is. Here it is. I, I got the add-ons, like the extra content that you have purchased that make the game way better, right? Yeah. But you can't just buy that the DLC. You can't just buy. You the need the OG game, game for it. it. It doesn't make sense. You don't have the actual game. Dude, yes, exactly. So I think it just—it's a full. It's a beautiful together package. Definitely. Like in my videos, I feel like people love the days when Bashir's in it. Like those vlogs from the summer, bro. They were so fun. So we had a little bit of complications, but basically, I was saying that the vlogs were better with Bashir because feel like it just brought an extra vibe it brought another spirit to the channel another person that was you know another character honestly yep, yep you know i love the camera honestly i think that's what it is zach and like i just love <laughs> it's and calling. i do love it's funny because they're your fans zach but i really do love your fans i don't know if i've ever said that like no i like i understand that your fans might be difficult if i was you because you know you're trying <laughs> to do so many things it's always hard I feel like so many artists have a love and hate relationship with their fans, right? Definitely, definitely. But since I'm not the artist and they're your fans, I just got love because I never get the hate. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> I mean, if you're listening to the podcast, we have love for you. Yes. But yes, Zach's fans some people would be those hate on the content occasionally me. and it, it hurts, you know? It hurts. Yeah, but words hurt. You know, the podcast, I feel like all we get is love on this. Yeah, I feel like all we do get is love. Because people love a good podcast, yeah, a good I, wholesome Zach and Bashir podcast. I know that. wholesome is a good word. I feel like we're real wholesome, honestly. We're real wholesome on this. I, I think it has something to do with the origins. Are so our origins are so um, humble. They start from humble beginnings. I remember. You know? I remember. They, yeah, we really start from the beginning. Going from class to recording the podcast. You know, I feel like that type of humility is put in our words. Definitely, definitely. and it soaks, and people really like. It soaks. And I think our connection as a whole is very wholesome, too, because, you know, it originated from our cross-country and track team, and it was just a real organic friendship where, like, like there was no, there was, it was, it just meant, it was just meant to be. We just spent some, so much time together, so many years running, so many hours put in at Deep Run, like, 
so much suffering together, so many forays together. Yes. Like, uh-huh. I mean, just so much humble humbleness to our beginnings. Humility. I, I feel it. All right, Zach. Now, bro, we got to move on to the hot topic right now. The hot topic. I'm ready. I'm ready. It's I'm always ready. in ready. the news. You might know what I'm about to say because honestly, there's only one thing to be talking about right now, and that's the coronavirus. Coronavirus. That's I knew. Coronavirus. I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. I'm a bit worried, honestly. That are you like? That's what I want to know. What is? What's the pulse out west? I want to know what you got your ear to the street. What's going on? What are people saying? So I personally understand from a medical perspective that this is very similar to the flu. As based on the articles I've read and the information that I've read, the death rate is around two three to four percent. It's about three point four percent. The WHO just said, which is which is bad, definitely. High. Mm-hmm. But if you think about it, like a ninety-six point something percent chance of surviving. Which, if you phrase it that way, pretty good. Whoa, um, whoa, hold up, Zach, you just did something there. Hold, Zach, you just flipped the whole thing. I heard three point four percent. I'm like, dang, that kind of sucks. That seems high. Hold up. Yes. A 96% chance of survival? I'll take those odds. Those are good odds. And on top of that, the majority of the people that are dying are older and younger. So I think that, you know, it's concentrated in categories that are more vulnerable, which Mm -hmm. is bad. And not Um, not just old, actually. Elderly. 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 There's a difference. and, And a lot of the deaths in America, especially, have come from one cruise ship that was quarantined because there was a case of coronavirus and there was an outbreak on a cruise ship. And the people that go on cruise ships are either young families or really old people. Well, bro, and I feel wait, like that is real a real... <laughs> listen to this. I'm on my way to class. I see one of my friends. She's asking me about homework and stuff. I'm like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what are you doing for spring break? Because spring break is next week for us. And she's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm going on a cruise. Oh my gosh. I take my AirPods out. I'm like, hold up, what? <laughs> I'm like, you're going on a what now? She's like, yeah, I'm going on. I'm like, don't you know about the flu? She's like, bro, this is what she told me. She said, it's in my hometown in New York. I forgot where she said she's from. She said, it's in my hometown. So honestly, it doesn't matter. Like, I can't go anywhere. And I was like, okay, but yes, bro, those cruise ships have been kind of deadly recently. Literally, those cruise ships have been deadly. I think just the death rate being pretty low is good odds, but I think that basically why everybody's freaking out is they don't want it to turn into another flu because if you have then two flus going on, I mean, it just amplifies the amount of people getting sick, the amount of things you have to worry about, um, and especially with no vaccine, I mean, it's just like a little bit of a hassle. Yeah. And on top of that, I am a little bit concerned for my health because I don't want to catch it and spread it to other people. I feel like a lot of people are like, Aren't you afraid of it? Or like, are you afraid of it? I'm like, personally, not super afraid. Yeah. But I don't want to be the one to perpetuate the disease and give it to somebody that's elder and kill them. Like, that would, like that I don't want to be, be yeah. responsible for that. Yeah. And so, you know, I'd rather not get sick. But I was literally four miles away when I was at Stanford uh-huh. from a case that was community caught. Really? Yes. Dang. Yes. Dang. scary dude oh. scary so i was like i was like yo i'm like near this community that had a case caught but luckily i did not spend too much time in that community i was mostly in san francisco um during this time so like i feel pretty confident that i was safe that you're fine. um but you Fact. never know it's just like it's definitely around it's definitely spreading and it's a little bit it's, it's definitely spreading a little bit low-key and low-key low-key i feel like the panic is is crazy the panic is real. Because not a lot of people have it. It's probably like 84, 85,000 yeah. total in the world, which 
it's just so much and so little at the same time. Yeah, it's so much, but then there's 8 billion people, and you're like, oh. Yeah, it's I don't know what to say. It's so much. That's so many stadiums of people. But there's also so 8 many. billion people on the planet. So, I don't know. It's just a weird situation because I feel like we haven't had something like this happen in our lifetime. I, I know mean, there's I been the like H1N1, Ebola. SARS. Yeah, the Ebola, I feel Ebola. like. Yeah, SARS. Yeah, like, but I feel like this things. is a lot more. Yeah. Like, even though it's unlikely it would be something, it's much more likely than all those things were, if yeah. that makes sense. Definitely, definitely. Cause, I cause mean, the, the, the way it's skyrocketing. Crazy. Yeah, I mean, so I think we're definitely living through history. Because once it gets past a critical capacity, it's like, I mean, it's so hard to slow down that spread because at some point Facts. it's like pandemic like that like literally what they're worried about so it's like yeah ah! that would be bad yeah so that i don't would know be really bad it'd be really bad it'll be really bad it's funny because um i've been watching like a lot of business tv shows and like like business channels like so i'll be watching cnbc and because i've been in the hotel a lot for meets yeah they will be talking about the coronavirus 10 hours straight 10 straight <laughs> new anchors new points same flu <laughs> but just like <laughs> They talk about it straight. But, bro, all they talk about, because I don't know if you've ever watched, like, CNBC. They just talk about how it affects the markets, how it's affecting this stock, how it's affecting this company. That's all they talk about, because that's all it's about. It's, it's purely about stock markets. And it's just funny to me, because the way I see it is either the economy is going to recover, right, when it goes away. Definitely. It'll naturally recover. Or, these are the only two options I see. Either the economy will be fine, or... The economy will be the least of our problems. <laughs> like that's why it's funny to me. Like they talk about it that so much. So I'm like, don't you? It's either going to be fine, absolutely fine, or you're not going to care about your stocks. Yeah, because everyone will have it. No, and I can just be trying to hold agree. on. Wow, dude, the way you just phrased that was fire. Because I know honestly, that's why I said wait, wait, because I was trying to drop. I was trying to drop the bomb, bro. Dude, yes, but I was gonna agree because, dude, my stocks in Robinhood, I've seen. drop days type of vibe out here, which is not comfortable to see when your stocks are just plummeting. But granted, we've had some good recovery and like we're bouncing back. We we got back 150 yesterday and we're. You should honestly buy stuff. No, I actually bought in one of the dips, like, and I thought it was yeah. done kind of going down. I thought it was kind of climbing back, and then it just plummeted even more. Yeah, so well. I put an extra thousand I wasn't qualified to tell you to like, buy that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair, fair. <laughs> but I put a little bit more investment in. I said, you know, yeah. when it rebounds, I'll be feeling good. I'll be excited. Facts. And, you know, we got to cross our fingers on this. But honestly, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter about the stock market because there's, like, way more important things, and money is just, like, yeah. money. And, you know, like, even... Even for you, either you'll make the Robinhood account back or you'll be fighting in a Walmart with 500 other anarchists trying to get the last can of beans. <laughs> There's no middle ground. Like, There's no middle ground. The, it, it just won't be the... like. There's no middle ground. Either one happens or the other happens. True. And not so. to get, you know, economic on you kids, uh, but we, we had to spread a little culture, you know, when there yeah, is a global virus, a global pandemic, markets usually do go down because trade facts. Wait, goes down. Yeah, yeah. We've been talking about business and stuff. Let us let me just like try and break it down in layman's terms. Yes. All right. So we're talking about should you invest, not invest, all these types of things. Let me, let me spin it for you kids because I know we got okay, all okay. types of demographics on here. If you're in high school, all right. If you're in middle school, but uh, 
kind of a grown middle schooler. Maybe even and there's this cute school. girl in your class, okay? There's this cute, cute girl. Yeah. You should ask her out on a date. Why? Because either she will say no, and that will suck, or you'll all have the coronavirus in a couple months, and it won't matter. So, like, <laughs> honestly, I just said that now. It didn't really make sense, but see, I hope see, you guys understood it. See, let me put this in layman's terms. Yeah, because exactly. Bashir it, did not make it. too much sense there. See, No, it did, didn't make sense, actually. What I thought Bashir now. was leading to is imagine a cute girl in your class, okay? Okay. Or a cute boy if you're a female watching this. You know? Yeah. Not going to discriminate. We love you all. But basically, you see a cute girl, and you want to you wanna date her. You want to date her, just as Bashir was saying. But she yep. catches coronavirus. You don't want to uh, date her anymore. You're not trying to catch coronavirus from her. So you leave her alone, and basically her stock value goes down. And that's kind of what's happening globally. All right, guys. If you just listened to Zach, I'm sorry, because what Zach said really made no sense. What? What Zach, what, what Zach just said? Guys, what, I'm, I'm sorry y'all had to listen to Zach, bro. That made no... How are you going to follow up me who didn't make sense and make even less sense? Dude, I think that made a little bit more sense than yours. Yours made absolutely no sense. <laughs> All right. Here's the, here's but she was just one. saying, or she'll just have coronavirus. I'm trying one, to correlate this, this to the stock market, you know? I'm, I'm playing analytical this, on y'all. I got you. This one is going to make sense. All right. Wait, Zach, give me like eight seconds of meditation because I really need to figure out how Just this compose. possibly make sense. Honestly, guys, at this point in the podcast, Bashir and I are talking and I'm just cheesing. Like, I feel like I'm so happy and just kind of, I don't know, I'm giggling right now. And it's this kind of after fun. hours. It is after hours, honestly. It's, it's six o'clock my time and nine o'clock Bashir's time, which we usually record midday, early in the day. You know, we just, we just get a little kooky late at night, I guess. I got it. Okay. I got I'm it. I'm ready for this. I got it. This is what I was trying to say the first time. So if you guys still don't understand, <laughs> if you're still looking for maybe that last piece of advice you need to change your life, this is going to be it, guys. This is going to be it. This is going to be it. This is a legendary <laughs> moment y'all are about to hear. This, wow, is this, is, this is what I was trying to say from the jump. Yes. It's 2020. Coronavirus is sweeping the nation. You are a freshman, older, younger, guy or girl. I'll assume you're a guy for now because I'm a guy, so I'm just going to go from that angle, I hope. That's fine. And you see a cute girl in your class. Cute girl. And you want to get to know her. You want to ask her out, get her number, right? But you don't currently have the confidence to. This is what I have to say to you, all right? The coronavirus is going around. You better get that number because two things will happen. A, she'll reject you. And if she rejects you, shoot, we all might have the flu. It's a 3% more t- Like, you won't really be worried about it. <laughs> that's, that's what I was trying to say. If, if she rejects you and in six months everyone has the coronavirus, you won't be worried about it anymore. And look, if she doesn't reject you, then it's a wonderful day. So go ask, and in the end, it'll all work out. Wow, that was that was deep, Bashir. That was that was deep, deep motivation Bro, to wrap up yeah. the podcast. Honestly, they think I'm they think I'm here in college for no reason. Stop playing. <laughs> Bashir is educated out here. Bashir is blessing you all with some wisdom tonight. Yes. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I think Bashir and I have a really exciting podcast coming next. This one was pretty freaking exciting, but we have some crazy, interesting stuff about running coming in the next podcast. If you, if you ask me, I don't yep. know. I don't know. So I would say get excited. If you're not already subscribed to the podcast, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on Instagram. We have it all linked in the show notes. Bashir, is that is that all for today? Uh, let's see. Wait, let me see. I just want to say shout out to all you guys for listening. 
for sticking by us. We do appreciate it, and that's why we're coming out with this podcast all the time. We hope that you guys are enjoying the new consistency. Mm -hmm. Season 2, Episode 3. Season 2, Episode 3. We're coming at you. We hope you guys are enjoying this. Second best podcast in the world. All you need to know. Bro, I don't really know how to end this. I don't know. I I don't know what to do, bro. Honestly, I don't know. So we'll see you guys later. Peace. Bye. Yeah.